The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Medea, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beautiful. I'm your host, Dr. Shirley Madare, your purveyor of this definitive source of living a more beautiful life. Now that you know that this podcast is all about fashion, the art of living, and all things beautiful, why should you listen? I'll tell you a little bit about myself, about my journey, and then you can judge for yourself. I was born in Port-au-Prince, Haiti. I am of multicultural descent. And ever since I was a child, what was instilled in me was a deep appreciation for life and living and people, humanity. So I've traveled since I was a child. And the other thing that was instilled in me was this appreciation of all things beautiful, whether that was a landscape, a place, a person, a photo, um, the human body. And I think one of the ways that I manifested that was to become a ballet dancer. So I danced ballet, I believe I started when I was either six or eight. I just remember though that when there was a time that I finally had to get on point Oh boy, it was so hard. My legs just weren't strong enough yet. But I powered through and danced my way through and I became a ballet dancer. And I danced for probably a good eight to 10 years. So the thing about ballet is that I think it was one of the ways that I really helped myself to understand that I really had a deep appreciation for the human body and how it worked and how you could express yourself non-verbally. So it was my way of really getting into, I guess, literally and figuratively, but for now, figuratively, getting into the body beautiful. Another thing about my background and why this relates to why I'm doing this podcast now about all things FAB, capital F, capital A, capital B, is that I come from a long line of women and men who appreciated beautiful things. My mom, I have to give credit for instilling in me a sense of style. And my grandmother and great-grandmother, I have to give credit to instilling in me a sense of travel and appreciation beyond what I could see directly in front of me. So to these women, and yes, to some men in my family, I'm deeply grateful for what they instilled in me. So after ballet, I had to make a decision. I was dancing for several years and I really loved the art form. And dare I say, I, I was pretty good at it. I had to make a decision. 
Was I going to continue to dance ballet and become a professional, like super professional ballet dancer? Or was my heart, mind and soul, were my heart, mind and soul yearning for something else? It was a pretty tough decision, but I think I made the right one. I know I made the right one. So after medical school, I decided to, excuse me, after ballet, I decided to go to medical school to really improve upon, expand, and evolve my love and appreciation of the body beautiful. During my medical school training, of course, as some of you may know, I I did all sorts of rotations. I went through heart surgery, gynecologic surgery, pediatric surgery, non-surgical rotations, and ultimately I decided that I wanted to be a surgeon. So I did a five-year surgical residency, which was, oh my gosh, one of the most difficult experiences in my life, but more on that later. And with the help of some mentors and tremendous exposure to plastic surgery, I thought that plastic surgery was it for me. It was the perfect combination of mental stimulation as well as art and being able to co-create. So I went into a plastic surgery residency. After I graduated from both general surgical residency and then a plastic surgery residency, I decided to do additional work because I thought my my job wasn't quite done. How was it that I was supposed to be this grand purveyor of beauty and helping men and women to define their best versions of themselves if I really didn't get extra training in the aesthetic or the cosmetic aspect of plastic surgery? So that's what I did. I got even more training, more letters behind my name. <laughs> I continued to learn and grow and hopefully evolve. When I finally started my practice, that still wasn't the end of the journey of plastic surgery for me. I thought that there was definitely more and more in terms of a connection with mind, body, soul, if you will, mind, body, spirit. And that's when I started looking more into the aspect of holism or holistic wellness and how that played into my role as a plastic surgeon. So from my own experience of unwellness, if you will, um, a couple of years after I started my practice, I, I had a period of not feeling ideal. So from that period of trying to figure out what was going on with me, pretty much self-treating and doing a lot of research and of course uh, seeing my colleagues to help me out and help me diagnose what was going on. I had tremendous, I had a really big discovery and that discovery was the role of nutrition as well as the role of stress into my health and my wellness. And obviously I extrapolated that into my practice and applied those principles that I learned into my practice and I became an advocate for inner and outer beauty. And that's when I adopted the holistic approach into my practice. So my practice is definitely one of very traditional plastic surgery, but the way that I sort of express myself and my values in the practice is that I call it holistic plastic surgery. And while some may argue that every aspect of medicine or plastic surgery is holistic, I would argue that that's not necessarily the case. So I modified my practice. And when I did, and I included 
the importance of nutrition and um, spirituality, frankly, and the psychology of beauty and exercise and so many different dimensions of wellness. And I'll mention a little bit more about dimensions of wellness later. But once I started incorporating all of those aspects of wellness into my practice, I actually saw improved results. And it was pretty impressive. So that led to more personal growth and more evolution of my practice to the point where I fully adopted wellness into at least how I prepare patients for surgery and procedures and how I help them to recover after procedures and surgery. One of the, I guess, constructs that I am significantly influenced by in my practice and probably in my life in general is a paradigm called the dimensions of wellness. And there are nine dimensions of wellness. So basically, if you consider a pie or a wheel, there are nine spokes on this wheel, all converging in the center to make a hole or that circle in between that wheel that holds all the spokes and the wheel together. So I won't get too much into these dimensions of wellness, but I will say that much of what this podcast is about will be based on these dimensions. So they are physical wellness, emotional, intellectual, financial, social, spiritual, environmental, occupational and some would even add creative wellness. So those are the dimensions of wellness, but again, there'll be more on those later. So as part of this growth and evolution of my practice and incorporating these dimensions of wellness, I sort of was redefining who I was as a plastic surgeon and what I thought my role should be and what my contributions should be to society and to my patients. So for me, by extension, those things that emanate from or lead to this ever evasive happiness, um, I included those things in my definition of wellness. And as it relates to this podcast, those things include fashion, the art of living and beauty. So. For me, this podcast really is about a purpose-driven beauty. And how, you may ask, how well, how is beauty related to health and wellness? I think there, there's definitely a direct link and direct correlation between the two. If I may just get a, a little technical, the World Health Organization, or WHO, they define health as a state and for them, a state is a capital S. So a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being, and not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. So to me, that pretty much sounds like the definition of wellness. And state, capital state, of complete physical, mental, and social well-being, that really does incorporate all those dimensions that I mentioned earlier. So health and therefore by extension wellness, if you use the WHO definition, is really a dynamic state and it's a holistic state. So in order to have, at least in my opinion, a complete state, capital S, of total well-being, 
that has to include all the things that make you feel well, all the things that make you happy, all the things that bring you joy. And while that may be individually defined, I personally believe that beauty, fashion, and the art of living, the art of living have a lot to do with one's total state of wellness. So in general, that's really what this podcast is about. It is holistic. It's that the whole is more than the sum of its parts. It's dynamic. It's that we are so complex that so many things can contribute to our total state of well-being. It's about science. It's about plastic surgery. It's about fashion, right? Because if you talk about total well-being, you have to address inner and outer beauty. And what makes you well on the inside very much can be reflected on how you look on the outside. So for me, fashion is related to beauty and therefore that's related to health and wellness. So it's not a stretch then that plastic surgery is about beauty and that beauty is about health and that health is about wellness. It's really helping to make the world a more beautiful place, one person at a time and inside and out. So let's have honest conversations about that. And I'm happy to start the dialogue. Thank you for listening to Forever Fab. I'm Dr. Shirley Madare, and until next time, stay beautiful inside and out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.